welcome to Becca's World. I'm your host, Blind Becca. Thank you for joining us today. We're talking about accessibility to reading as blind people today. And this topic is very close to my heart as it is to many of the blind people that I know and many people overall. So let's get started. Um, so how are you guys today, ladies? I think um, Kayla's gonna go first, right? Sure. Um, good afternoon or morning, everybody. <laughs> whenever you're watching this. <laughs> um, I was going to talk about Bookshare today. Um, it is a service that is available in multiple countries. So it's not just limited to the United States. Um, it is a service that you can read on a variety of platforms. Um, you can read it on a Victor Reader Stream. You can read it on Voice Dream Reader, Read to Go. Um, and there's many other apps on their website. It's really cool. They have um, a section that will tell you um, different platforms it can be used on, their price, um, and then a little description about what that specific service will offer. It is a paid membership. It is $50 a year. So that's less than a dollar a week for books. So and you, it's pretty unlimited on the number of books you can download. Um, I love it. It's my favorite. It gets a lot of new releases. So you don't have to wait for someone to um, read it and then put it on a service and then download it. So it's pretty quick to get new releases. Is That's one of my favorite things. So I can read them at the same time my sighted peers are able to read them. Um, the only uh, big drawback for some people, it doesn't really bother me, but I know some people do not prefer the um, computer um, voice. It does have multiple choices of different voices on on some of the apps depending on which app you um use and i know megan's gonna go over um the voice dream reader app a little bit in a little while and this is that's the my favorite uh app to use the bookshare membership on um like i said it's 50 dollars a month but if you are a student it, it'll be free and they also have volunteer opportunities that um you can earn credits to go towards your membership so um, whether it's proofreading books or scanning in books um, are a couple that I know of. Um, honestly, I haven't really taken advantage of those yet. I've done it. Yeah. So she can explain a little more about that part of it. So um, I actually love that part. Um, I got into the volunteering with Bookshare and I have edited a couple of chapter books. And it's really simple. Um, they give you an outline as to, you know, how they want it done. And you read the book and you change the chapter, um, the, like the subtitles and or chapters to the fonts that they've asked you to do it. And if you do it right, they give you points um, towards your membership. Um, so if you are you know reading books already and you want to help with the volunteering process they are always looking for volunteers and you um you can uh do that by um there's a there's a link on the bookshare website and you fill out it's a very simple form as i i did it like five years ago so i don't remember exactly but it's pretty simple to get in so 
And the website is just bookshare.org. Okay. And for clarification, Kayla, Kayla, when she first talked about it, she said it was $50 a year. And then she said $50 a month a few moments oh, ago. Oh, I'm sorry. For, it's just $50 a year. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to clarify that because first you, you mentioned it was $50 a month. And then they, they started talking about ways people could earn points towards paying for that. And I was like, we better have some clarification. Oh, here. yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. $50 a year um, if you're a non-student. Yeah. So, um, and if you're a student of Hadley's School for the Blind, which is on the online school, that actually helps qualify you for the free Bookshare membership as well. And that's I, I, I think if you're a student at any school, like if you're a student at like a university anywhere, yes. all you have to do is show them your student identification and they'll give you your, it, give you the Bookshare membership for free. Yeah. So you go in, you fill out a, a form that says what school you attend. Um, it could be K through college or um, a beyond, like Hadley is kind of an, uh, they have other classes, but they have adult learning as well. So that's one of the qualifications. That's how I qualify for mine is I take uh, Hadley school um, courses. And I wonder if a person goes to like a massage school or like a, a school like that where they're learning a trade school. I wonder if books at tra from trade schools and stuff they may also be available in bookshare i'm not certain about that um i'm thinking they probably are um one of bookshare's big things also is they do textbooks and stuff like that so if you are at school and you need a text textbook to be put into a digital format um there is a form for that as well so um that you can get your stuff put onto Bookshare that you need for your classes. I'm not sure how long that takes. Um, so, I, I mean, I would do it as soon as possible. If you're thinking about going back to school and thinking you're gonna need it or for next year, I'd contact them now and just let them know, hey, what is the process um, of doing that? But I know that that's one of their things is they will do textbooks and other materials for school. So, so Kayla, I have a question. Uh -huh. So, it, could someone like a special ed teacher on behalf of a blind student in school contact Bookshare and order the students' books for them? You know what I mean? Because it would be hard for a blind child to do that. That I yeah yeah. I'm assuming I, that's all yeah. available. So I'm like ninety nine percent sure. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I, I know a lot of public schools, at least from my experience when I was a child going to public school, I really think the staff didn't know where to go for accessible books. Yeah. So this is why I wanted to share this information today. And I thank you for sharing it, Kayla, because I want teachers out there to know where you can go to look for accessible books for your blind students that you're trying and, to teach. So I, I, I'm sorry, but I have to say something really quick here. I actually have done that. I've submitted um, books to be um, um, to be redone by Bookshare. And what you really need is really important. If you can at all send them the book, then it goes really quickly. Um, it, you know, it takes usually like six to eight weeks at the most. Um, mm -hmm. If they have to order it for you, it's really important to have the, the uh, ISBN number. Yes. And the cop, all the copyright information and everything. But if you can just send that book into them and fill that out and let them know what you need, um, it can be done really 
you know, really easily. But if they have to order it or find it, it might take a little longer. So a special ed teacher at a school who could find out in advance what books a blind student would need for that year could take it upon themselves to do take the steps to make sure those books would be ordered beforehand so they'd be ready for that student. But right? remember, too, remember, they have to be scanned in. And then after you scan them, somebody has to willingly, like, volunteer to, um, you know, to edit them. So, but, but Bookshare provides all of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can That's have them. I, my, I'm trying to point out to our viewers that this service is available to public schools, private schools, any school out there, or any homeschooling environments, anybody who wants books made to make them accessible for a blind child. However, um, I think that the uh, resource teacher could probably, if it was um time permitting they could probably scan it in and then and help with the process be a volunteer and help with the process if it's something that needs to be done quicker as well um depending on you know um the time frame they have available since those volunteers uh positions are available as well i suspect that the with today's technology that the most timely efficient and most accurate way to go about doing this is for Bookshare to simply contact the publisher who originally published the book and get the e-files so that it's all accurate and simply put the information from the e-files for the original book publication into their software you know, to, um, to convert it so that it's then accessible to Bookshare readers through the app or through the, you know, through the Bookshare platform or whatever, you know? Yeah, and I believe that Bookshare does have um, those types of relationships with some publishers. I'm not, you know, it's obviously probably not going to be all of the publishers, but I know that they do have that relationship with some publishers. And I also wanted to point out this: this service isn't just for blind people. It's for people who have reading disabilities. So um, people with dyslexia and um, some physical disabilities would also qualify for the service. So I don't want it to people to think it's just limited to people with visual impairments. Now, I wanted to say something about this issue, um, about the issue of Bookshare having to contact publishers and asking permission to get the files to convert the books. I don't think that Bookshare has to do that because I, my understanding is that by law, these materials have to be made accessible. So I think Bookshare is actually providing a great service to these companies. So I really don't think it's a matter of them having to say, hey, please give us these files so we can convert them. I think it's simply a matter of the publisher being made aware that the need is there. And then, I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think that also, though, that they do that they do have contact with some of those publishers, you know, because they need they need to get um you know they need to get the files of the books i mean they can you they can you know get a book from a bookstore like a college book and take it apart and do it but if the, if it's a rare book um i think they could um you know go to the publisher for that but as far as you know legally being able to do it i i think they could do it i just think that sometimes they need help from the publishers to get it 
in. Right, but that's what I'm saying. I, I think legally, I don't think it's a matter of them having to flex any legal muscles to say to the publisher, hey, you have to give us access to this material, to your electronic files so that we can make this accessible. I think everybody's on board with making stuff accessible. It's simply a matter of the publishers being made aware that, hey, when you guys are done with the files for printing the books for the cited, give the files to Bookshare so that they can also create an accessible digital file to share with schools and whoever else needs it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I believe um, that that must be going on because, like I said, mm -hmm. I can get a book on Bookshare the day it comes out. Wow, really? that's incredible. Yeah, up until a couple years ago, that was not a thing. I had to that's wait really for cool. it to get into some sort of a format I could that was accessible for me. So all my friends were done reading this book, and I'm just barely getting it. That's great. <laughs> the last time I used Bookshare, I had experienced that. So I'm glad that they fixed that. Yeah, that's and I think cool. relationships and stuff like that with the publishers, that they are able to just give it to them a, mm -hmm. a lot quicker. Yeah. Wow. Because like I said, it's all about accessibility, guys. I, I'm really thrilled that the world has woken up and realized that accessibility is very important. I don't, you know what, Becca, I think the sad thing is I, I don't think the world has woken up. Like, I think there's still a lot more to be done. Not that I'm negative, but I, I mean, there's still so many people, and including myself, um, that look at it as, you know, it's going to cost extra money that we don't have. It's not that we don't want to do it. Um, and then even, you know, the, like Pizza Hut and Domino's are fighting it. And it's ridiculous because, you know, it's not that hard to do. Those kind of people have the money to do it. I should know. I can't. <laughs> and, and we have a about accessible software and how it works. And if they would start thinking about accessibility from the ground up when they manufacture these products, you know, accessibility could easily be built into most of these modern conveniences and stuff that people are using. So I that they go to the store to Sears or whatever, we're buying products that already have accessibility built into them instead of all the craziness all of us go through to try to make materials work for us as blind people, you know? Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's one of the things I, uh, that I really like about Bookshare is there are so many different ways of using the service. You can use them mm -hmm. on a you can use them on an iPhone. You can use them on an Android. You can use them on a Victor Reader Stream. You can, it's com compatible with Braille displays. Um, so, I mean, you have free to 3000 or however much a Braille display, 3500 up to $5,000. So, I mean, there is a way for pretty much anyone to access it if you have internet. Oh, well, you, were you just talking about the price of Braille displays? Um, I, I don't, I, I think they're like expensive. Like know, the they note, were expensive. The note. They were expensive, but like within the last couple of years, they came out with one that's very inexpensive for what I understand. So with these ones that are more affordable. Well, they're still like 500 bucks. Like, I yeah, mean, but yeah, from three. It's 000. like a tenth of the price they used to be though. Yeah, no, true. Yeah, um, but the Braille Note is about $3,500, but it is accessible on the Braille Note as well. So, so you have your standalone devices, you have your mobile devices, and then you have a, a web browser. 
that it so i'm most people have access to one of those things as long as they have internet um to download the books once you have the book on your device you no longer need um internet to access it mm -hmm. so well thank you for all of that do you have anything else to share about bookshare kayla um, I don't think so. Megan's going to go over, um, one of the, my favorite apps to use it with. So, okay. uh, I'm going to let her cover that. Okay. Now what is the website for Bookshare exactly? Did you mention that? Yeah, it's bookshare.org. Okay, great. Thanks, Kayla. So Meg, would you like to go next and talk about voice dream reader and then I'll talk about bar? Sure. Okay. So, um, I did not know that you could, are you talking about using Bookshare with VoiceStream? Because I, um, I'm not sure, um, I'm a little confused, but I, I use the, uh, for uh, Bookshare, I use the Read2Go app, which I love. Um, and one more thing I wanted to say, and I know we're about ready to finish up with Bookshare, but one thing that I love about Bookshare is that I found a book that was only written in paperback um, and I couldn't get it uh, through Nook or any of the other ones. So I was able to get it through Bookshare and uh, actually a couple of times. So I was really happy about that. And I used my read to go app with that. Um, so um, what I was going to talk about um, is an app called Voice Dream. And it's, vo it's, well, it's called Voice Dream Reader. So Voice Dream, like as in like a dream reader. And um, I find that it's very handy. Um, me personally being, you know, kind of being in front of people in meetings and, um, you know, having like if I needed to read something very quickly, um, I would um, put it on voice stream. And, you know, if it was something long and, you know, have voice stream read it because they have really good different different voices. It's not that naggy, you know, computer jaws kind of, you know, everybody's heard it voice, you know, that, that doesn't have any, any personality. Fun, yeah, personality to it. Um, and voice stream brings it to life. So, uh, I really, you know, really like that about voice stream. Um, I haven't really used it to read books per se, but I've used it. Um, if I need to read, um, like a, a, an NFB speech or a, you know, using something as an example in a meeting, like uh, to show quickly, I will use it and I love it. Are you able to, when you use voice stream reader, are you able to like similar to using voiceover to read a document? Are you able to scan through and jump around and stuff? Um, you, can, uh, you can definitely do that. It's mostly, um, it's, I, I don't really do that with that just because I'm using it more in a professional setting. I'm not using it personally to read per se, because I'm using my read to go app uh, through Bookshare and Bard as well. But, um, but I use it, you know, just like as, as a note, you know, kind of like if, if I needed to, to have something in my head really quick, I'd put an earpiece in and, you know, have that in there and, and scan through that. Um, or else I'd use it as a reader. Um, to read something to make it sound a little bit more professional and, and easier to listen to. So do you have the cost for voice dream reader or read to go? To uh, I believe it is about 1099. There is, or actually I think it's gone up to 15, 
it was 1099 when I got or 10, I don't know, 10 something, but I believe that the cost has gone up to 15. I can look yeah. at no, um, no, I actually, you were, but you were talking about two different apps because you said read to go and voice to reader. So, if you just clarify which app you're talking about, oh, sure. Stuff, the read to go app is free. Okay, is it free? Wait, no, I'm, I don't know. no, okay, it's 99. Okay, so I downloaded that a long time ago too. I apologize for that, but both of these apps do cost money. Um, 8.99 for the read to go, Kayla, you said, and I, then. Think some. I think it was nineteen ninety nine when I bought it, but it's been like four years. It won't show me in my app store how much it currently costs since I already purchased it. That's um, what I, I was looking on Bookshare earlier, so I did see the price of Voice Dream Reader is fourteen ninety nine for iOS and nine ninety nine for Android, which it just was released on Android not too long ago. So I haven't had a chance to check it out yet on there but i was thinking about just doing that because this is one of my favorite apps i use every day and i was wondering if you minded if i went over a couple of the features go for it okay well this is meg's presentation so. i know but, <laughs> but I wanna, do you mind if i tell a couple things that i use it for because i use it for reading books which is the part she doesn't use it for right i don't i think that makes sense Okay, so they have like a variety of different voices and different languages with different accents and stuff like that. So your voice um, selection on Voice Dream Reader is pretty large. And I think you get one um, upgraded voice for free. And then I think it's like maybe $2 for additional voices. Um, you're able to te highlight text. Um, so if you're reading a... Um, like a nonfiction book, something for school, you can highlight something. And then you have a little tab that you can tap on that goes to your highlights so you can see them quickly. Um, because I know for me, I can't scan. I can't like, if you know, I can't scan a page to find something quickly. And then so it if, also- if, mm -hmm. if you highlight something, does Voice Dream Reader then read that portion of the text in a different voice or something also? You know, um, to let you know when you're listening to it later? I'm not sure. I just go to my highlights and it reads that like I can touch it and then it reads that oh. whole that whole area I highlighted back to me. And you're able to visually see them on your highlighted also. Probably. Yeah, yeah. So it oh. it'll be in a different color, mm -hmm. um, and you can you can change the color of your font, your background, your highlight color. You can change the the font style. You can change the size, the bold, the italic. So um, there's a lot for people who are low vision or with the dyslexia and other disabilities that they can do to make it easier for them as well. Um, you can put notes. So like, um, like they used to do like in the margin of books, you could write a little note, you know, so it has a little area you can put notes in when you're reading. And then um, when you're done, you can export them all out into a Word document of whatever choice you choose. It can also be used with a Braille display. So if you have the Braille display, um, the voice dream reader can be connected to that so you can read it in Braille rather than use the voices. So I thought that was kind of cool. That's great. So those were my few things that I do the highlighting. Um, you can copy text directly from there and then paste it into another document with that app. 
So I use that a lot. Um, I, I just, I make lots of notes <laughs> and mark a lot of things because I want to be able to quickly go back to it later. And this is the best app I found because I used to use um, the uh, read to go. Is that what it is, Megan? Um, yes, it is read to go. Yep. Yeah. So I used to use that exclusively until I found the voice dream app. Um, and the read to go just doesn't have as many options as, of, of interacting with the text. That's great. I, it sounds like a really fun app to use. Yeah, I'm addicted. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't used to read very much um, before I got my iPhone, just because it was such a pain to find, you know, I'd find something I'm like, Oh, this book looks really good. I want to read it. And then it'd be really hard to find an accessible way of doing it. So I wasn't reading very much. The first year I got my iPhone and I was using read to go then I read over 200 books in a year. Oh, good for you, Kayla. So, um, I actually use a app or it's a website too. It's called read, uh, it's called Goodreads, mm -hmm. which is just a, a app that you can, um, you can download it or you can use it on the, on a website. Either way you log in, it's like a social networking app, but for mm -hmm. books and reading. So you can mm -hmm. follow authors, you can, have different bookshelves so each year I start a new bookshelf and I add all the books that I read during that year to that specific bookshelf so I can see like my goal is like 50 books a year or whatever it depends on the year I set a different goal um so, so it, it's really cool you did you say Goodreads has an iPhone app yes and it's completely accessible oh that's great I've never been on Goodreads but I should go on there because I love to read and if they've got an iPhone app, I know it won't be a problem. So. Yeah, and so like if you have specific authors you've added to your shelf a bunch of times mm -hmm. or follow them, then when they have a new book coming out, it notifies mm -hmm. you. Or if they post something, you know, or you can see what your friends are reading as well. That's great. Thank you for sharing all that information. I'm definitely going to have to look into Goodreads. Yeah. Sorry, this is like my, my passion. I love reading. And <laughs> I so love do I. I've been so excited for today's show so we could talk about this. Um, are you guys ready for my presentation? Do yeah. I'm ready. Okay, so like I love uh, Bard. Um, and it, it was originally just the talking book library, um, but over the years it's evolved into the Braille and audio reading download service. And the thing I love about BARD is it's so accessible. You can, there's an iPhone app, there's um, an Android app, there's, uh, you can get um, accessibility to BARD books through a Victor Reader Stream or a Victor Reader Track, you know, devices like that. Um, and you can do it through like a laptop or a desktop. You can do it um, through an app on there as well. And I've done all of these things um, using Bard. And over the years, you know, when I first went blind, bl reading became like a huge nightmare. But getting accessibility to books now um, with today's technology is just so amazing. I haven't been able, reading hasn't been this easy since I could see as a child, you know? And so I really love Bard. And the thing about Bard is it's actual people's voices. And that's what I really love about it. It's not just a computer voice like you get on, um, like, 
ebooks that you download into your computer and have JAWS or voiceover read to you. And it's not a voice like what I'm assuming is on Voice Dream Reader, which is still computer voices that sound more human like, I think. So, and they're actually, right? They're actually reading them, right, Becca? Yeah, yeah, on board, it's actual human beings reading them, exactly, and at one point, for years and years, they were all volunteer readers, and they'd identify themselves, this book is being read by so-and-so, your voluntary reader, or whatever, you know, and then at one point, they started hiring these people they call professional readers, so now people get paid for it, but it's still a great service, and I just love, you know, the fact that there's, um, so many different ways to access it and like I said I can't believe I mean it, it's opened up reading to me again you know and it was such a struggle after I went blind even I mean when I used to have carry around the big machine the big tape player with the tapes I was glad to be able to get accessibility to audiobooks but that was kind of a pain in the butt having to carry all that heavy stuff around all the time. I remember those tape recorders yeah, yeah. and don't you think today's technology is amazing yeah, and also, yeah. I, you know, because of where we've been, I always have trouble complaining about the stuff. And I have problems with disabled people complaining about it because I always look at them and say, don't you remember where we come from? Don't you remember how bad it used to be? You know, yeah. and I just, for our viewers who are watching, who, who facilitate these services for us, I want to thank you guys for helping facilitate these services for the blind community because it helps us a lot in our, our daily lives, whether we're going to work, it gives us access to reading and work or school or, you know, every part of our lives. And I just, like I said, I, I just wanted to talk about BARD and how great it is. And so if you, if you want to, if you think you qualify for BARD, um, you can go on um, like I, we've talked about this in other videos, I think, um, you can go on your states, like there's the Arizona Talking Book Library, your state should have a similar website. You go on there and you look for the form and you download it, print it out, have your doctor fill it out, and you fax it back in to prove that you have a, a print disability that affects, you know, gives you problems reading. That's really all you have to do and it's a free service. And so I really encourage people to follow up on these services we've shared today because they're great, you know? The cool thing that I love about BARD too and the Talking Book Library is, you're right, they have so many different ways of, you know, you could that you can read. And even if you want to carry around that, it, it's not the same kind of tape recorder, but I believe they still have this, girls, I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but it's that where you stick in that little disc, or it's like a, a the discs have they you kind of the cartridges have gotten a lot better. Yeah, yeah. The, are they the player is quite a bit smaller, and the cartridges are smaller than the tapes. Yes, but you can still like if you want the experience of you know getting a book each month um, in the mail, they still offer that service too. So if you do fill out that thing for the Talking Book Library, I believe. They still send those out as well. So you can also, you know. So I'm going to share another piece of information. It is my understanding that you can still get Braille books also if you are a Braille reader. Uh, my Braille skills aren't good enough to read Braille. But you if you are a Braille reader, you can still get Braille books from the Talking Book Library. 
You can you can um, subscribe to magazines. You can get Reader's Digest uh, in Braille, which is like the best I think practice book. Like I I love reading Reader's Digest in Braille just to you know get up mm -hmm. on my Braille again. Um, you can get different you know magazines. I don't know if they have people, but you don't have to send these back. They don't want them back. So or that's what I believe. I I don't believe they they're requiring you to send the Braille books back. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong on that though. I'm like 90% sure you get to keep them. That was another good point that I forgot to mention about the Bard. So you can get books and you can get magazines and stuff like that through the Bard also through the reading downloads, you know. I really like the app also. Um, it's the buttons are large. They're easy to find um, the start and stop. And I think the buttons are kind of set up in the same way the same order as the book player they are <laughs> so funny so i kind of know what book player like the nls book player they ship you in the mail uh -huh. the um bard um app, app on ios the buttons are all set up in the same i think i'm almost positive they're set up in the same um um order mm. or orientation so it's easy to go from one to the other. Um, something I just learned about Bard a couple of weeks ago, and it was actually on accident. I was in my library and I accidentally swiped, instead of swiping left and right, I swiped, I swiped down. Uh -huh. Like see other author, the, other books by, and they'll say whatever author that wrote the book. So in Bard? Yeah. So if you're oh, really enjoying wow. the book, um, you can swipe down. You can look for other books by that author. You can look by for other books in the same genre, and then you just double click on it, and it brings you to a list of those books. So it's easier to search. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's the coolest thing ever. I had no idea until I accidentally did it. Like, you know, I I I have the Bard app on my iPhone and on my iPad, but I rarely use the Bard app because I always listen to my books on my trek. I think I'm gonna go into that and check out that app and all those cool features you just mentioned, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I also wanted, sorry, I had to move, but I also wanted to show something that I don't think we thought about. This is my Sun Sounds radio that I got. It might be a little rusty. Oh, what a great idea. I know. So this is what I got. Um, and it's a great radio. It's got the Sun Sound station and um, they have all kinds of like recipes. Um, like they have a show on recipes. They have a book uh, stories. I mean, they have anything and everything um, that you could want to like listen to on the radio. And they give you this, this radio and it works on all stations. It doesn't have a tape recorder or any, a tape player, but it's really nice. And look at the, the speakers are super nice. Like it, it's a good little radio that you get. Just, so Meg, you know, do you have information on how our viewers can look into the Sun Sound service? Yeah. Um, you know what? I would have to look it up on Google, um, but I believe is it, I believe it's sunsounds.org. And it was super simple to fill out the, the form. And they sent it to me right away. And um, that's that's S U N sounds, right? Yes, all lowercase www.sunsounds, and I believe it's .org. But let's let's make sure, viewers. But if 
if I'm wrong on it, just do a Google search and you'll find it right away. Yeah. Um, I also Sorry. want to mention that Sun Sounds is Arizona's mm -hmm. um, newspaper and um, reading service. Um, each state has their own that's named something else. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm not sure what that's categorized as. Well, I'm sure maybe if you go to the Sun Sounds website, maybe they'll have those links to the different states. Yeah. We'll have to check on that. But um, the reason I found out about it is because I, well, through the NFB, um, through members who work at Sun Sounds, and then also um, the, you know, a, a blind training center, like if you have one of those in your area, you know, they would know about them, so you could call and ask. Um, well, I bet the talk, local talking book library in any state would know about how people can get information on the, their local state service that does that, you know? They might, yeah. Yeah. But we'll, I'll get that information up to you guys too. That would be great. Thank you for bringing up Sun Sounds. That's awesome. I hadn't thought about them. No worries. Um, anyway. Um, and then there's also um, NFB Newsline. Oh, yeah. NFB Newsline is really a great resource also that was created by, of course, the NFB. Um, and you can get, from what I've seen, it's fairly current um, news, newspaper and magazine information. You know what I mean? It is. Um, it's very up to the date. Yeah. And you can get that on, like, there's like same kind of apps and stuff like we've been talking about and yeah it's it, all the same ways right yep um, it's the newsline app um and what i love about it is that it it takes a newspaper and it it puts the subtitles like in a table of contents per se or you know what you or a list and then you pick the story that you want to listen to or or you know the story that you want to get caught up on so if you see, um, you know, oh, uh, it's big sale at Fry's and you want to look up the, you know, coupons there, they have, you know, all that. They mm -hmm. have um, news in your local city. So I could get all the, all the news on, on what's going on in Mesa. Um, Kayla was saying that they have a thing about COVID right now that gives you up to date numbers on COVID. Um, so, uh, and it, it's from state to state, so you could look up New York per se and, and look and see what's going on in New York. The other thing that I love about it, because, um, I'm a vendor, so they have, uh, the vending magazines, like some of them on there, uh, vending times, that's what they have on there. So, um, I'll look on that one sometimes, they, but they have different magazines as well, like the Wall Street Journal, um, Now you you're know. still talking about NFP Newsline? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. That is great. I didn't know all of that. Now, it's, you can't access NFB Newsline through the Victor Reader Trek or stream, though, can you? You can, actually. I haven't really? done too much of that. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't know. I don't know how that works. I have not done that in so long, Becca. I wouldn't think, I don't know how it would work on that. But I mean, I'm yeah. sure. I mean, you, you have to have a password for it. That's and, and, right. you know. and, and I, I need to, I need, you know, I, I don't think I'm, my 
news lines even set up on my iPhone anymore. I need to find out what my user information is and get logged back into that because there's so much good information on there. And I had stopped tuning into it because I had so much other stuff going on, but I really need to keep better informed. Yeah, I, I know what you mean, but I that's what I love it for is if I wanted to look at what's going on in Hawaii, I could pull up that state and see their, their papers and their magazines. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I wanted to read up on what Ashton Kutcher is doing. I could look up People Magazine. Mm -hmm. um, and it's very, or it's organized in a way that, it, I, like, I just love the organization of it because, you know, you can click into a city, you can click into their local paper, and then it just gives you the, the headlines of the articles. So, it, is, it sounds to me like the app was designed perfect because it's designed by blind people. Yeah, it is really good. They also have local um, TV listings on there as well. That's right. Uh, yeah. Like programming. So, yeah, I use it. That's primarily how I've been getting my news lately is because I don't like sitting and watching the news on the TV. They have a variety of different um, newspapers and things like that that you can look into as well. And then like magazines, like the, you know, so I look at those, I wouldn't typically look through magazines because there's not really a way to in, outside of the NFB newsline. That's very, mm -hmm. you know, that's not something that like books they put on different services, but magazines really outside of that, I don't know of any other way to access them easily. You know, I don't think I ever did a demo of the Newsline app. Well, I think I opened it up one time and showed it a little bit, but maybe I should open it up all the way and demonstrate it for people. Um, anyway, that's something we can talk about. I think it should, yeah. I think it'll be good. It's a good service. Yeah. Um, do you ladies have anything else you'd like to share? Um, I also want to bring up an app called Overdrive. This is one that is like connected to um, your local library and you can check out audiobooks as well as um, print books or uh, digitally printed books, I guess I should say. And um, with it, you put in your library card number and then you're able to check out books for like, it depends on the book, I think it's two to three weeks. Um, you have the option of renewing it if you haven't finished it. Uh, and then once your renewal is, or your uh, time is up, then the, the book is automatically taken off of your device. So there's no returns or anything like that. And I've used this one a couple of times. It was very accessible. Um, they also have some movies and stuff on there that you can rent through the same service. So it's called Overdrive and it was very accessible. It's a um, just an app I downloaded onto my iPhone. I'm pretty sure it's available for Android as well as the computer. So your local library also has um, those types of services. Wow, I didn't even know about that. That's really cool. So, and then uh, I think I did already mention audible.com. Um, that one's more of a professionally, um, read or commercial audio is what they call it and you there's a monthly membership or um you can buy it per um book that you want to read and then i use um dropbox a lot and i share books with my friends so we'll have a dropbox set up and we'll just share books back and forth that are odd books so there's a lot of reading opportunities out there um so i have a question about that override thing 
uh-huh. overdrive the overdrive so are those movies audio described or just I, accessible to queue up and stuff you know what i mean just accessible to queue up i've not okay. seen um descriptive audio i think that's a show we should do though is descriptive audio on different platforms oh yeah i agree oh my gosh speaking of that i watched back to the future this weekend in descriptive audio oh really oh my gosh it was so cool like for the first time ever like to get those details that you don't normally get it was great where did you find that in audio description uh netflix i didn't think you could get old shows like that in audio description oh my gosh it just put it out Oh, I'll have to look it up. Thank you for sharing, Meg. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah, we we watched it as well this weekend. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Oh, cool. Wasn't yeah, it cool? Like, watched the first one so far though. You know what, but guys? They do have all three. I watched the first and second one. I need to watch the third one. If Netflix sees our video and realizes how much of the blind community is enjoying these shows being audio described, maybe they'll make more and more audio described. Maybe more companies will start making more audio description, you know? So, yeah. uh, my husband and my son are both completely sighted, and they both mm -hmm. watch, if, it, if audio description is available, they watch it with audio description, whether I'm in the room or not. They oh, my just, boyfriend loves it. Like, oh, I didn't notice that. And I've seen this movie 10 times there, you know, mm -hmm. it, I love how the audio description points out the things that are important to know too, because you lose so much by not seeing what's going on. Mm -hmm. And yeah. we didn't even know it. That's the thing. It was so crazy. Like it was all kind of lost to me. Like, oh I didn't God. know. But I mean, just to know that extra little stuff, it really helps a lot. And um, I watch all the, if I can watch a video with a uh, descriptive, I will now. I would sure. love to see Air Force One in descriptive video. I love that movie, but I've never seen it. Oh, yeah. I wonder if Netflix has that. I don't know. I'll have to check and it out. And Prime, I feel like Amazon Prime movies are getting better about it, too. Really? Oh, that's good. The only thing... Um, the only issue I've had with the um, Amazon Prime is that I can't access it with my voice assistant on my Fire TV stick. I have to turn it off and have someone else turn on the audio description oh. for it to work. You can't access that menu. It's so I weird. was wondering if that was an issue with my thing or if it was like all the way around issue because I kind of noticed that too. So I mostly go to Netflix to do it, but I I now oh that's interesting yeah you know there's a couple areas in life with this new technology where i've noticed you have to shut something off and have somebody else turn you know that kind of stuff and it drives me crazy it's ridiculous yeah. those, those times are so few and far between and then when those times come up it just reminds you that once again that yeah we, there still are walls up they're keeping us from being truly free and you know independent with this stuff yeah yeah i mean but hey it's getting so much better and like i tell people who you know they look at you know blind you know they look at blindness as you know just so scary it's like well this this is actually the best time to be blind like i, I and then people look at me like i'm crazy but it really is i mean mm -hmm. it's a good time to be blind yeah it's much easier it's than it was 30 yeah. plus years ago and yeah so yeah
Well, even how, you know, for the last couple of years, every time I go to the movie theater with my kids, I'm able to get audio described um, headphones so that I can know what's going on in the movie theater while they're going, mm -hmm. when they're um, watching it. Um, the only thing is sometimes it will describe something that is about to happen. So mm -hmm. I'll start laughing before everybody else uh. laughs. <laughs> So that part is pretty entertaining. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I love that. Even the small, like, um, we have a fat cats next to us and they only have eight theaters. So it's a pretty small theater and they still have audio description. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so I've uh, never seen a movie in a movie theater with audio description. I really need to pursue that the three of us after everything's back to normal and open we should go see a movie and do a review oh <laughs> yeah we should that's a great idea kayla and we should do an audio, do an and, audio then, and then if the audio description doesn't work we can show them how we can get free movie tickets for the next yeah. time. <laughs> how often does the audio description not work kayla when you go to a movie I've only had it not work twice ever. Twice out of how many times is that? Approximately. 15, maybe 20. And so. 10% so of the time, that's not a very good odd. <laughs> uh, well, I was but, so, but the thing is, like, one time I didn't say anything because I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to leave the movie theater. And I was just there because it was a kid's movie. I didn't really care as much. And the other time I went and they fixed it and I was able to, to continue watching the movie. So, and they still gave me a free, like, it come back type thing. Well, that because I'm that, part of it. Doesn't that really interrupt your movie though when you have to go and have them fix yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Right? and that's that why they did accommodate for that. They were really good about that. The movie theaters mm -hmm. really do seem to care. Um, they do. And I, they do so try, I've never I used this. So who, how does a person use it the first time? Or how do you get signed up for it? So um, when you get your tickets at the um, ticket counter, mm -hmm. typically, or at a customer service, you just go up to them and say, hey, I need audio description. Um, I typically call ahead of time and just let them know I'm coming so they can have it all set up um because i don't know how they i i think they're bluetooth they have to but, put batteries in them and they have they're like on a radio way like a station so like they, i'm sorry <laughs> kind of like a walkie-talkie it's on like yeah kind so of do you yeah, still but, hear the dialogue in the movie and stuff through the same headphones then yeah. so that you can hear it all together yep you can still hear okay. everything and um and they just put some batteries in it. But sometimes, like, you know, the batteries will die in it. And so, I, no, I haven't used them lately because I haven't gone to the movies in, like, a couple of years. But, um, you know, like, they'll malfunction and you just, you go to customer service and they'll, you know, take care of you. Or they'll, you know, give you a, a ticket for the next time. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's great. I don't know with COVID though, like how they're gonna do that now because oh yeah, yeah. 
So depending on the theater, some of them you can plug your own headphones into them, and sometimes they don't have that option. I that you theirs. Wow. So, like when I went to Harkins, I think I was able to use my own headphones in the phone. In the it had like a little jack on the headphones I could plug mine into. But I don't. Fat Cats, I think, is just a headset that you have to use their headset. So. Um, and then at the end, you just give it back to them when you're leaving. Sometimes I've had them ask for an ID and sometimes they don't. It just depends on the person, I think, or the theater. So kind of as a deposit, hey, you have to give me your ID so that you make sure they get them back. Mm -hmm. so. Wow, that's great information. Thank you guys so much for sharing. Uh, and then one more, uh, Disney Plus, almost everything on the Disney Plus streaming is has audio description as well. Ooh. I was pretty impressed by that, which is so cool because then I get to go back and watch all the kids' movies from when I was a kid with my oh, kids described. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that happened. So um, that is super cool too. So. Yeah. And Verizon is giving, if you have a free, or if you have a Verizon account, they're trying to promote it through there. So you get a year of Disney Plus for free. Yeah, I think you have to have the unlimited plan on Verizon to get it for free. I'm not 100% sure that. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I enjoyed our show. Me too. Me too, ladies. Um, we can figure out between now and next week. Sometime we'll figure out what we're talking about next week. Um, thank you guys so much for your time today and for sharing yourselves. Are we ready to end the show? Yeah. Well, I want to say thank you too, ladies, because it's always fun spending um, time with you during the weekend. So it's been a pleasure as always. I can't wait till we have the little get together at your place, Meg. Ooh, sounds like a plan. <laughs> I heard that that's what they were talking about on the Phoenix meeting last night. Oh, so yeah. The house. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, I wasn't even there. You showed up later on, didn't you, during the meeting? I was there. What did you ask? You popped in during the meeting for a little bit last night, didn't you? I, I did. Yeah. I, yeah. Yep. But I was off, and, and uh, well, by the time they were planning the party over at my house, <laughs> I can't wait that party at your house, Meg. It's gonna be great. I know. It's a surprise party. Surprise! <laughs> <We're all laughs> <here>. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure to do it on a Saturday morning at six a.m. Just do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So we're we gonna sign out then. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for joining us today on Becca's World. I hope you enjoyed our conversation today. It was a lot of fun. Please like, share, and hit the subscribe button. Peace out. Thank you for watching Becca's World. Please like, share, and subscribe to my channel.